Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is NBA Check-In. What's up, everyone? It's been a minute. I wanted to make this more consistent than I have, but uh, I can only just hope to do better and uh, keep it rolling as the NBA season goes. But uh, here we are. It is January 25th, the Monday And uh, the Warriors are playing the Timberwolves. There's five minutes left to go in the game, so I thought I'd uh, record a quick check-in while this game uh, winds down and uh, check in around the league, what's been going on with the Warriors, uh, stories that I've heard been going around the league, and a little play-by-play for the end of this game. As of right now, like I said, it's uh, 4.54 to go. It's Golden State 113, Minnesota 99. They got somebody at the line shooting free throws, though, and uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, One random thing I'll throw in there right now. Uh, Anybody listening that's a Warriors fan like me, I I, I noticed, I guess it's been up for a whole week, but I'm only just noticing now that uh, if you threw the Rakuten app, uh, go to Warrior Shop. Uh, not only do they have free shipping right now, but if you buy something over 25 bucks, they throw in a free hoodie uh, that was uh, co-made by Oaklandish. So pretty cool. Uh, so check that out if you're a Warriors fan like me and they're listening to this. Uh, Steph, a couple pump fakes and uh, knocks it down. Warriors 115, Minnesota 101. This is a little bit of a... Uh, Andrew Wiggins' revenge game as uh, he's playing against his uh, former team, the Timberwolves. The only thing is what uh, kind of makes this uh, not as big of a revenge game per se. Uh, Minnesota, they're playing tough, but they do not have Carl Anthony Towns or D'Angelo Russell tonight. So... uh, we should win. Warriors should win this one. It's actually a lot closer than it should be. Uh, Warriors, for the most part, have been up this game. But, uh, oh, wow. Uh, Wolves turned over the ball. Steph uh, down the floor to Watermaker, And he uh, holds up his defender long enough that he got fouled for the and one. Uh, and, yeah, Anthony Edwards, the number one pick in the draft. That's another storyline in this game. Uh, Number one pick in the draft versus number two, so uh, at least we have that. But yeah, Watermaker, uh, it's interesting that he's wearing uh, Tim Hardaway's old number uh, 10. I only just noticed that now. Um, I'm a little surprised we uh, never retired that just for as uh, important to uh, the Warriors, especially that run TMC era was. But uh, yeah, 118, 103 Warriors. Rubio brings down the ball for the T-Wolves. Straight to the basket. Real nice move, but he couldn't finish. Dre with the rebound. And we're going the other way. Dre over to Loon. Over to Watermaker. Uh, over to Wiggins. Over to Steph. Steph working. Looking for a shot. Step back three. Good! That's what Steph does. Just right before we came on to record to the T-Wolves have cut it to a seven-point game. Steph wanted went on his own little eight-point run. And it's just it's it's crazy. It goes to show this level of player that he is and just the closer. It's 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 amazing to watch. Um, another thing I can mention is just the other night, the last game, which was not a good game for the Warriors. They uh, we're pretty much uh, 
trailed from start to finish against the Jazz. Ended up losing that one, 127-108. But the big story coming out of that one was uh, Steph passed uh, Reggie Miller in all-time three points made. Uh, Reggie had 2,560, and Steph passed him that game. And now only Ray Allen in the number one spot remains. And uh, it's only a matter of time before he catches him. Ray has... 2,973, so uh, it's only a matter of time. Uh, Steph, this game, he's had at least three that uh, I've noticed and maybe even more pulling up the box score right now. Yeah, as of uh, recording this, Steph is 11 for 23, and he's hit seven threes tonight for a... devastating 36 and um, yeah at least 10 of this has come in just the past couple of minutes here uh, uh, closing time in this game Uh, like I said a little bit of a revenge game for Wiggins with the 20 points Uh, Dre has 10 points 6 rebounds 4 assists Uh, Oubre's had a pretty solid game uh, 2 for 3 from 3 for 14 points uh, good to see him coming around Wiseman uh, a little quiet 3 for 4 uh, 9 points but uh, that's also uh, it's, it's good to see uh, Edwards on the other side though he hasn't done too much but he did have the uh, highlight reel type dunk uh, kind of a, a reach back tomahawk he just went to the basket right now drawing the foul Right now, three minutes left in the game. Warriors 121, Minnesota 103. Number one pick in the draft, Anthony Edwards at the line. I haven't had a chance to see the Wolves too much this year. I know a lot of people compare this guy, uh, uh, this guy's game to Harden. I remember when I when I did the little uh, pod for the NBA draft. I remember that was all the talk. Uh, the other the other talk about him though was uh, the question of. Uh, was he going to stay committed enough to the game to, you know, be worth a number one pick? Uh, they questioned his love for the game. Does he love it enough? Does he want it enough? You know, some guys they don't, and you know they can walk away. So, but yeah, uh, three minutes to go. Golden State one twenty one, Minnesota one oh five. Steph up the floor against Rubio. Interesting to see Rubio uh, back where it all started for him with the Warriors. Uh, same draft that Steph was drafted. Ru- the Rubio was drafted by the Timberwolves. Actually drafted before Steph. Uh, Timberwolves had a had a chance at Steph twice, and instead they drafted Johnny Flynn and uh, Ricky Rubio. So it's interesting uh, what could have been different. I know there's an NBA TV uh, like what if program out there where they were like what if instead of Johnny Flynn, the Wolves drafted uh, Steph and Rubio. And then, you know, that team had uh, Kevin Love, too. Like, uh, what would have happened with that team, you know? Is that a contender? I don't know, you know. Uh, a lot has to do with the way, you know, uh, a player develops in the league. And, and would, would Steph develop the same way that he was able to develop under uh, Don Nelson and then Mark Jackson and then eventually uh, Kerr uh, winning the championships? It's And also just uh, the... You know, Johnny Flynn, he he never really got to have an NBA career. He got injured, and it was the type of injury he couldn't come back from. And uh, it's it's crazy because, like, he's fourth pick in the draft, and then, you know, you go Rubio and then Steph in that draft. And if 
Steph is in that spot, does he suffer that same fate that Johnny Flynn does? Does he not go on to have this all-time, you know, two-time MVP, three-time champion on his way to all-time three-point leader? Uh, it looks like Warriors are emptying the bench right now with uh, 2.27 to go, 123-105. Uh, a lot of the backups coming in. I didn't look like uh, Nico Mannion was dressed earlier, but uh, looks like he's coming in now. So uh, I guess that was kind of deceiving. But uh, yeah, uh, 124, 105 with 225 to go. Um, maybe I should have tuned in a touch earlier because since now we're uh, just running this game out, uh, I guess it's, I should uh, move on to some other topics going around the league. Uh, the biggest one since I last recorded was obviously uh, James Harden uh, being traded from the Houston Rockets where he spent uh, the last, I think, seven, eight years to the Brooklyn Nets where he joins Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving forming a new big three and uh, instantly becoming uh, favorites out east for a lot of people. Uh, they did have to give up uh, to the uh, they, they they got to keep Dimwitty, but they had to give up uh, their center. Um, blanking a little, so I'm gonna have to pull up some uh, box scores here. Just early in the day, the uh, Lakers uh, beat the Cavs 115-108. The Lakers are 14 and four. On the season now, real strong start. But uh, what's his name? Jared Allen, the center uh, for the Nets. They had to give him up. It was uh, multiple uh, teams were involved in this trade. You had uh, Victor Lodipo going from the Pacers to the. Rockets and the Rockets didn't hold on to. Uh, see, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to go ahead and pull up the all the parts of this trade. It was. Uh, it was a couple weeks ago now, but uh, definitely had to to cover it. Um, Full trade details. Okay, here we go. The Rockets ended up with uh, Oladipo, uh, Dante Exton, three Brooklyn first-rounders, a Milwaukee first-rounder, and four Brooklyn first-round picks. The Nets get Harden. The Pacers got Karis LeVert and a second-rounder. And the Cavs got Torian Allen and... I, I mixed up the two names. Jared Allen and Torian Prince. Uh, just to check in on the game as we enter the final minute here, 126-108. We got Jordan Poole driving to the basket uh, and scoring. Uh, definitely expected more out of him last year. Uh, good to have him as far as depth, but uh, I would like to see his development uh, come along more, especially in, in, in minutes like this. He, he only gets in now here at the end of the game. Like uh, these are, you know, Nico Mannion minutes. These are also Jordan Poole minutes, but uh, considering where he was drafted last year, I expected more out of him. It's good to see Wiseman still in the game as uh, 
as a rookie, uh, they could easily pull him based on how much he does play with the starters. But uh, it's good to see him playing uh, late. I think he's still 19. Uh, he might have just turned 20. But, uh, yeah, a lot of young guys out there in the league. And uh, I really like what I've seen uh, from Wiseman so far. He's definitely uh, has the potential to be a future all-star in this league. Just the way he's able to to drive the floor, handle the ball. Uh, I love to see him working with Draymond. Uh, Draymond sets him up so many times for uh, oops, and that's great. But uh, what's great is Wiseman's that kind of big man that can step outside and hit a three. So I'm loving that uh, from his game. I love that we made that pick. Uh, that's who I wanted in the draft, and I'm really glad we got him. So uh, with 18 seconds left, we got Warriors 130-108. Back to the Harden trade right now. Um, it's interesting to see how many people thought, like, you know, a lot of people say, okay, yeah, no-brainer. You, you, you can get Harden. Uh, get hardened, but there's some people out there that says like, "Oh, you gave up uh, Lavert and Allen and Prince." I mean, that's depth. But you know, at the end of the day, uh, you add you know MVP of the league, uh, a guy that used to play with Durant in OKC. Uh, why not do that? Uh, final seconds here as the buzzer runs out. Uh, final. Warriors 130, uh, Timberwolves 108. I did want to mention, too, uh, they got the uh, Oakland on the floor. Uh, shout out to Oakland, uh, home of the Warriors for so many years, a uh, city where I was born. If you listen to the regular pod, you know how uh, Nez isn't down with it. He's Oakland only, and he doesn't want the shout out. But I'm glad they're doing it. I'm glad they're honoring it. Uh, it's interesting to see they just cut to outside the stadium right now the big screen that's meant for people to gather and watch and of course there's nobody there i'm sure it's like shut off even before that so people can't even gather if they wanted to what's even more interesting is that they're broadcasting at all why not like have the screen shut off but instead they're playing the game there was like one security guard out there walking by and that was kind of funny to see so but uh yeah so that's uh it for the Warriors game, just to put a wrap on that completely, uh, I will say, I don't know if the, did the standings like immediately update eight and eight. Yeah. Nine and eight. They did. Warriors are now nine and eight on the season. Uh, one encouraging thing though, I saw during the broadcast tonight was that, uh, statistically speaking, They've had the toughest schedule in the league so far. So you kind of got almost got to be thankful for that nine and eight. And, and I am. Um, I was very concerned when they started 0-2 to start the year. Not only did they lose, they got blown out and they didn't look good. Uh, they won the next two games to go to two, uh, 500, but that was against Chicago and Detroit. And they didn't even really look good there. Those are close games that shouldn't have been close. And I was very worried about them. So uh, at this point in the season, I'm glad to see uh, through a very tough schedule at a 9-8. and eight. And recently, the only game they did look really bad was the one before this, the Jazz game. They didn't lead once in that game. Uh, never really in it. Never really contending. But uh, every other game, they've looked 
good. They've looked like they've been, you know, contending even in, in some of these losses. So uh, really glad to see that, you know, they're doing that. So um, one more time back to the Harden trade. Uh, won't step away from it again. But, uh, you know, my thoughts on it, like I said, is you can get him, get him. You don't know how long uh, the combo of uh, Kyrie and Durant's going to work. I know some people were saying, like, they don't even know if Kyrie's going to work out, period, this year. He was away from the team. He was affected by the events in the, the capital. And uh, he's that kind of guy. He's, you know, he does his own thing. And uh, while I don't agree with it, I don't think it was good for the team. And it's like, I can just do what I want. Like, you can, they can continue on without me. Uh, I don't think he should have done that. But uh, obviously they get hardened and uh, he goes through all the time he has to be, you know, away from the team because of uh, virus restrictions. And then he comes back and... Um, I know they haven't been perfect since, but I know there's a few times they looked really good. Uh, just looking at the standings real quick right now, Brooklyn is 11 and 8. Uh, they just beat the Heat tonight. Um, they actually beat the Heat uh, back-to-back games now. Tonight, 98-85, a real low-scoring game. And then 128-124, um, their last game. The before that though was the that's where the surprise was. Uh, they lost both games to the Cavaliers. You'd think that's a team they definitely should be. I know the Cavs have been uh, sneaky good this year, but uh, Nets lost to the Cavs 125 uh, 113 and then 147 135. That was a two overtime game. But uh, from what I've been hearing on my favorite uh, basketball pod, the mismatch. Uh, those guys were saying that uh, Cleveland's been a lot of fun to watch this year. I haven't really got a chance to see them, but just hearing about their games, uh, very intrigued. Uh, they do sound like a fun, scrappy team uh, cheering for each other. They compared them to what the Nets were just a couple years ago before they got uh, Katie and Kyrie. So uh, definitely interesting there. But yeah, um, I think that the Nets do become instant uh, contenders out east. I've 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 really liked what I've seen out of Philly. I picked Philly the last couple years to represent the East. Uh, they almost did two years ago. Uh, didn't work out for them last season, but now that uh, it looks like Simmons is going to be staying, I know he was possibly in trade rumors for Harden but uh, now that uh, he's there and he's going to be there we'll see if you know what that does they should you know be a top four seed out west or out east for sure but uh, Nets got to be up there the Bucks got to be up there uh, the Raptors have fallen uh, I know Boston's surprised a lot of people right now they are uh, Second in the Atlantic. Uh, let's just see in the conference. Yeah, straight up in the conference uh, in the East right now. They're, they'd be the two seed if the season ended today. Uh, from top to bottom, we got Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Indianapolis, the Nets, 
uh, Hawks, uh, Cleveland, and the Knicks. That's surprising. Um, obviously, Cleveland, big surprise. Atlanta's kind of a surprise. The Knicks, a big surprise. Uh, that's another one I can wrap around to talking about my Warriors, the fact we lost to the Knicks. Uh, upon first glance, you would be like, oh, lost to the Knicks. But then uh, you see the stats going around. Turns out they've got the number one defense in the league this year. So uh, very impressive. And you can't be mad at a loss like that uh, with the number one D. And we were coming off a back-to-back. So uh, definitely um, couldn't be mad at that. The the game, uh, we'd we'd come off uh, last Monday... We beat the Lakers 115-113. Great win. Then we beat the Spurs 121-99. Love that. But the very next day, like I said, we, we dropped to, to the Knicks 119-104. And then uh, lost to Jazz 127-108. And then bounced back tonight. Warriors 130-108. So, yeah. Uh, and as far as the stretch coming up, we got a pretty nice, decent, winnable stretch. Uh we got the T-Wolves again on Wednesday. Then we got the Suns on Thursday. Pistons, uh, Saturday the 30th. Then the Celts. Then the Mavs. Okay. Yeah. Then it gets you know, a little tough again. Mavs again. Spurs. Spurs. It's interesting how they're uh, this year, obviously, because of virus concerns, they're not uh, spreading out games against teams. You play teams back-to-back like this. You play the Team Wolves twice. You play the Mavericks twice. You play the Spurs twice. So. Are there teams that are currently not playing? Like full teams? No, everybody's playing. It's just there's a couple times this year where uh, as far as like uh, virus concerns go, they teams haven't had enough players uh, to go, they were in the protocol, so games were canceled. There was a Warriors game versus the Suns that got canceled already. Um, and you know, interestingly, obviously they've been back and they've been playing. But yeah, that's uh, who we play on uh, Thursday, this uh, January twenty eighth coming up, is the Suns. And it, uh, previously, that was a game that was delayed. I don't know if it's being if this is the makeup right here or if that comes later, but. Um, yeah, speaking of the Suns, they are 8-7 and seven on the season. Obviously, they got uh, Chris Paul this year, and I'm sure they're hoping that they'd be doing better, but that's still not bad. The Suns have been known uh, to not be that great, except for in the bubble. Last year, they went undefeated and still didn't qualify the playoffs because they needed more help, but uh, adding Chris Paul to the mix. Uh, it's been interesting. One of the things I heard about them is they really uh, have... Uh, slowed down the pace a ton they've become a half court team so that's interesting to hear especially for a team with Devin Booker who in the past liked to play fast liked to run the floor but uh, Chris Paul is like a slow it down player so uh, I definitely hope to catch that game and maybe even come back for an NBA check-in but uh, yeah uh, I guess like I said enough on the hardened trade I like uh, Karis Levert for the Pacers, but it turned out that uh, part of the physical he got may have like saved his life. He had like a kidney issue or something that they found in the physical. So uh, he'll be out indefinitely now while that gets worked out. But uh, when he gets back, uh, I definitely like that for them. 
uh, I guess Oladipo had become unhappy in his role there with the uh, emergence of uh, Sabonis and Turner. So uh, we'll see if he's happy in Houston, though, because obviously now that Harden's gone, you got John Wall, you got DeMarcus Cousins, you still got Eric Gordon, uh, P.J. Tucker. Uh, so... You still got pieces of that team, and then you had Oladipo. I did catch one of their games a few days ago, and uh, Oladipo had a huge game, 30-plus points. And um, it's interesting to see, you know, what he's going to do there. Does he want to try to make it work there? Does he want to move on? I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, overall, a very interesting trade. Also, because of the picks component of this, uh, if this Brooklyn thing with KD, Kyrie, and Harden, if it like disassembles in a few years, these picks a few years down the road could be end up being quite valuable. So um, we'll see if it works out for Houston or not. Um, one of the last things I wanted to do on this check-in, since I like to make them a little shorter, but I want to make this one a little longer because it's been a while since I did a check-in. So... Um, want to check in with topics was uh, I want to finish with uh, Zion and the Pelicans it's interesting to hear the talk going on especially like I said on the, the mismatch uh, love listening to those guys and they were talking about uh, how Zion hasn't made the step up this year how he's definitely not like all-star caliber playing this year and one of the things uh they said has really gone wrong with him is just a uh, defensive effort just isn't there. And they wondered about if he's even being like coached that way to take it easy on defense, to try to protect his body. A guy like that, that uh, weighs so much at that size with that athleticism. Are they trying to preserve him by, uh, and that's why they brought in like Steven Adams on that team. I found that really interesting. So, uh, it will be interesting to see if he's voted for All-Star. But speaking of All-Star, I'm wondering if it's even going to happen. Uh, the season did get off, obviously, to a later start. It started around uh, December 20th, when it usually starts at the very end of October. So they're pretty much two, uh, a little under two months uh, behind. And the All-Star break is normally in February. But, yeah, this, uh, they're showing Anthony Edwards right now. Number one pick in the draft. Uh, uh, Tomahawk jam tonight. But, yeah, Steph, crazy with the threes tonight. Another seven to add to his uh, all-time totals. And yeah, Wiggins. Was, I'm sure he wanted to win this one. But uh, I'm sure it wasn't the same without uh, Towns and... Uh, D'Angelo Russell there. I'm sure Minnesota felt the same way too. But uh, anyways, back to uh, the All-Star game. Is it even going to happen? Uh, I've heard uh, people saying like they like you would have All-Star like voting and they'd pick the teams, but then they like wouldn't even get together to play the game or something like that. Like they'd have like an All-Star break for the league. And games wouldn't be played and guys would take a break and they'd have that honor, but they wouldn't like play. So that's interesting. Um, obviously, you'd like to see it, but, you know, right now I think it's it's they're just trying 
as hard as they can. You, you know, everybody's playing in their own arenas, and it's a lot different from the bubble. Uh, in the bubble, you had no cases, uh, and this time you've had multiple cases. And a couple times, uh, like Jade asked about uh, if, if there are teams that weren't playing, uh, I know the Celtics uh, had to shut down uh, at one point. I think the 76ers did, and then, yeah, the Rockets. So, Oh, and the Suns. So you've had a few teams that um, didn't have enough players and they had to uh, postpone uh, games. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it's like going on uh, going forward. Um, since I got the highlights on in the background, I might as well uh, check in right here. We got uh, OKC, who's been playing surprisingly well, uh, and Portland. Uh, Portland without CJ McCollum, though, for the foreseeable future, he's got a, a broken foot. So a uh, hairline fracture in his foot, so I don't know how long that's going to keep him out. But, yeah, Oklahoma City, 125, Portland, 122. Damian Lillard had 26. Anthony Simons had 26, but it wasn't enough to hold off the Thunder. Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 24 for them. Shocking that uh, that was the one team everybody thought it was going to be a real competitive West. But the Thunder would be the one team that you could count on to lay down and almost guarantee the number one pick in the draft. But as of right now, it's not going that way. Uh, Let me pull up the standings again real quick. Uh, I'll pull up the full league standings. As of right now, uh, yeah, uh, Oklahoma City, very middle of the league with a 7-9 and record. Compared to the bottom of the league, uh, Detroit's four and thirteen, Washington's three and nine, Minnesota's four and twelve, uh, New Orleans five and ten. Like I said, Zion, uh, very poor start to the season. Lonzo Ball, poor start to the season. Um, interesting to see. They always said the Ball brothers uh, that the youngest was always going to be the best, and. Uh, I know he's the one I've been seeing the most highlights of, Charlotte's uh, 7-8. and eight. But uh, it's interesting to see how much, uh, how much play um, it's uh, LaMelo ball. I had to pull up his profile to make sure I got the right ball. You got Lonzo in uh, New Orleans now and LaMelo's in Charlotte. Uh, he's averaging 11.4 points, uh, 6.3 rebounds, 6 assists. Uh, not bad. I know, based on what they've been saying on the, the mismatch, that uh, he seems to be in the favorite, running favorite for uh, Rookie of the Year right now just because of the play that he's getting and the story counts. Uh, Wiseman would obviously be up there. Um What's that guy for uh, Sacramento? I know he's getting a lot of shine too. Let me pull up Sacramento's. uh, uh, Sacramento's had some games that have been postponed too. Uh, Let's see. Pull up their box score. Halliburton. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, Just for example, the other day they played... The Knicks, they beat the Knicks, who the Warriors lost to. Sacramento won 103-94. 
and Tyrese Halliburton had 16 that game. Uh, give you his stats in comparison to LaMelo. Pretty similar. Uh, 11.4 points a game, 3 rebounds a game, 4.9 assists. So right now, uh, seems like the top three for Rookie of the Year. Uh, Ball, Halliburton, and Wiseman. Uh, but definitely Ball's the favorite, so... Uh, yeah, just a little all over the place as this is uh, NBA check-in. Got a whole bunch of stories around the league that I haven't dug in, but those are the main ones coming to mind, the main one that I was kicking around, and uh, I've just gone over the 30-minute mark, uh, 32-33 right now. So uh, time to bring this one to a close and try to get back more often uh, you just never know. You try, but then, you know, things happen. Things get in the way. You watch a movie. You watch a TV show. We got Up to the Challenge coming back. I got movies to watch for that. Uh, we got Love Society coming. Just talking with Nez about that. Uh, if you haven't listened to our uh, newest pods on WandaVision, uh, make sure to check those out, especially if you're watching the show. Uh, those have been going great, so check those out. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back with another full episode soon, and I'll be back with more E-Society Uh, presents NBA check-in. So until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time.